0: Morning to you, It is Follow the Money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas. In five minutes, David Thorpe is going to join the program. We'll talk NBA playoffs with him at that time. Um, looking at the awards, Paulie, and uh, some of the you know prices today to where they were compared to you know, a yeah. like week ago, a month ago, whatever. Jordan Clarkson earlier this year was around. He was close to $15 as the favorite for the sixth man of the year. I'm looking on Saturday. Some books now have actually pulled it off the board. I'm looking on Saturday. Uh, Clarkson again was ten dollars as of Friday. could have been higher in other books. Ingalls was plus 475 on Saturday morning, Clarkson was as low as four dollars or 420. Ingles, like two dollars I didn't see as high as plus 350 and how that award has moved. Uh-huh. And this actually could be a thing now where Ingles could come and steal it from behind because like you said earlier in the show today, guys like Zach Lowe did like uh, their awards you know story and they said that uh, you know he would give the vote to. Joe Ingles, and we also have series prices out right now. I think Atlanta's
1: too low, a dollar thirty. I definitely think Denver's too low, a dollar thirty. Milwaukee, two. It's too much respect for Miami. Last year was last year. Milwaukee only two seventy five. Ma- again, Milwaukee was a, like a five dollar favorite last year. Yep, and Clippers are three fifty. That was a great series last year, but again, what I mean, Dallas is too inconsistent. Yeah. Dallas and Miami were the same team. I'll talk to Thorpe about that coming up. Mm-hmm. But that was weird how it played out uh, with, with while the Clippers tanked the last two games and how, how would these how we get these matchups and then the Clippers avoid the Lakers until the conference finals.
0: Yeah, that would happen. How they played it down the stretch. Yeah.
1: Denver, so the Denver a dollar
0: thirty. Portland's playing well, but that's yeah. I I can't trust Portland as far as you could throw them, Paul. Not with their defense overall. Um that is that is pretty wild though, considering that series price a year ago when we loved the heat against the Bucks and the Bucs mm-hmm. were gigantic favorites, obviously, in the second round of the playoffs. And they got taken out in five games. And now the adjustment to see the, I am that almost makes me want to bet Milwaukee and lay two seventy five uh-huh. in the series. Yeah. Yeah, you got the revenge
1: angle. Right. You had to hear about it all year. Yeah. And we got some fantastic potential matchups in the second round. Real good. I would. I would. I'm with you. I would love to see Wizards uh, Nets. How good would that be? Well, that come on. Well, the you ta- can't put the totals high enough.
0: How fun this Wizards team has been uh-huh. with Westbrook coming down 100 miles an hour, leading the break. Do you think? So the playing game, the numbers are out as well. Tomorrow mm-hmm. night, Wizards Celtics. Where do you think this number goes? I think it'll be nothing but Washington money. That's exactly what I anticipated. Seven, well,
1: 17, and six run. Boston been terrible.
0: Yeah. It opened and, up two, I think. I, you know what? I actually uh-huh. saw a three last night, Boston. And now yeah. I'm looking. To, it's down to a one and a half.
1: You like the Pacers? I lean Pacers in the other. In the I would lean game. that way, yeah. That's at 330 Pacific. Look at the totals. 234, 230, 225, 222. Mm-hmm. I would lean Memphis in the other game. And, uh, you know, I would. the way Curry's playing in the Warriors, you want, I'll take the seven points. Would you take seven?
0: Yeah. LeBron just coming back. I'm not so sure about that one yet. Oh, you think they blow them out? Uh, they could. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Put it that way. Uh, David Thorpe on the program coming up next. We'll talk playoffs, matchups, dark horses, and who he has playing for the title.
2: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your v Action Update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Craig Anderson expected to start between the pipes today with the Washington Capitals. They're a plus-110 underdog at home against Boston, laying $1.30. Five and a half under in game two of their East Division first-round series. Carolina opens up at series, but Nashville is $1.85 home ice favorite. The Avalanche laying $2.50 against St. Louis, five and a half under the total. NBA play-in tournament tomorrow. Indiana, the three and a half point home favorite against Charlotte. Wizards laying a point and a half at the Boston Celtics. Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees today as a $2.80 road favorite of the Rangers, eight over at Globe Life Field. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on BCN.com. Before you place your next bet every day, we're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to VSIN.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis makes VSIN.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. your horse
1: racing fan first bets, the place for you wagering on races at over 300 tracks. Easiest way to bet on your favorite sports: Secure payments, great customer service. Reliable website are brought to you by ExpressBet. Use the promo code VEGAS100 today. Get a $100 match bonus on your first deposit. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Promo code vegas 100. Talked to this guy a couple times this week. Can't wait to preview the playoffs later in the week and talk to him now. Joined by David Thorpe at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. Follow him and uh, with True Hoop as well. I subscribe. You should too. Great information and uh, great chats and great information as well as always up there. You had a great tweet about, can you cheer with, about, expand on your tweet about, hey, what are we doing here when we want to avoid an opponent and maybe the potential uh, ramifications and what could happen down the road by doing so?
3: Yeah, I think, first of all, I don't think it happens often. Uh, And I could be wrong, but I've never, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I've never had a player, uh, and I've coached a lot of players that have been on top four seeds, where they said that, you know, they really don't mind losing a game because they like the matchup down the road. I've never Mm -hmm. experienced that. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, It seems so antithetical to everything we do as coaches and as players where you're trying to play good and win because you want to get paid more money. It's a business. Hmm. So uh, what happens, coaches aren't telling players don't try hard. They may manipulate who they play to dictate that. But I think it's a, it's a dangerous line. And so, yes. I mean, if it turns out the jazz won the first seed and now they might play golden State or LA. well, they're going to play golden center LA. And then they have, they would have the Clippers potentially after that. But, you know, Whatever. If you're a four seed, then you play yourself to be a four seed, which means you've got flaws. If you could have been a two or three seed, they didn't make it. I think. I don't mm-hmm. think it happens often, and I think it's very risky if you do try to manipulate who your next opponent's going to be instead of just taking yeah. care of business.
1: A great explanation and answer too. These guys are—they have a lot of confidence and they believe they can beat anybody. So this is from a. Right. This is the organization yeah. saying, "Okay, let's go with this lineup and not put our team in the best position to win." in order to draw this opponent. I mean, look what the Clippers did. I mean, they, they tanked those two games so they would avoid the Lakers to, for the possible conference finals.
3: Yeah, and, and meanwhile, uh, they could end up, you know, they you, you, you got to get through people. I talked to a player last night on a very, very good team, and he literally said, kind of what I was just saying, we got to get through everyone anyway. Like, yeah, if, yeah. If, if we do, again, if the coaches or the executives may think about stuff like this Players, players, just what you said, they do have confidence. They think they could beat anyone. They get angry at the idea that they can't. It bothers them. Mm-hmm. That's why they're competitive. There are competitive people. That's why they're pro players. They train so hard. It's not just that they're tall and long and talented. They're driven to kick your ass. That's how they do it. That's how they're built. That's why they get up early in the morning and stay up late, work, 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 work. To tell them to lay down so that we can avoid a team, it just doesn't fly.
0: Did you uh, enjoy the conclusion to the regular season yesterday with all those games being played, you know, throughout the entire time? I mean, like early starts all the way to last night from this angle, David. And that is, you know, the, the play in factor where a bunch of teams were still available to, you know, maybe slide in and how they were going to m- maneuver as opposed to any other year in history where the eight seed would have been on the line and a bunch of teams were still alive for it. I, did you think it took away some of the drama yesterday?
3: I thought that I'm writing about this right now. We're publishing it probably a true in the next hour or two. I uh, I thought that I mean I've been covering the league. I joined ESPN in 2007, and I've been following the league you know for 20 plus years now as an as an adult coach. Uh, I don't ever remember the last three weeks of a season uh, where mostly we talked about winning games to get into the play the play-in or the the postseason as opposed to tanking and losing what we were just talking about just a second ago. That used to be the only narrative really, with, with some exceptions. And so the NBA deserves credit for recognizing well, we we need to change the narrative so that I mean the, the example I gave is it's like the opening act of what this the most exciting part of a season is the postseason. The opening act was always a a dud, a bomb. And uh and so now we're gonna see a lot more momentum mm-hmm. going in the playoffs. We'll see how it results in terms of ratings, whatever, but it's certainly a lot more enthusiasm now. I don't think they wanted. If you if you dreamed up the scenario, I promise you the NBA would not dream up Curry versus LeBron, where one of them might go home in a couple of days. It That's sounds right, yeah, great, yeah. but they'd much rather have them for a seven game series or two or three, yeah. and not just a game. It'll be a fun Tuesday Wednesday night. There uh, there will there'll be some teams with a little more momentum going into those those seven eight versus one two games. That's good to get momentum. That'll be fun. It may not last long. It's kind of what I'm writing about is I don't think any of these teams, with one exception, we all know who it is, can win the whole thing. But but uh, yeah, to, to answer your question, I thought the end of the season was much more exciting and, and filled with drama than what we normally see.
1: How about the late game tomorrow? And you tweeted this, and we talked about, was it two years ago? You said the Celtics should trade people when they had all these guys. And, and Danny Ainge had this treasure chest of assets and he couldn't turn it into a superstar. And now here they are with come on, a seven seed? And now you're taking on what a turnaround by the Wizards who closed 17 and 6. What what did you see? What happened this year with Boston?
3: Yeah, so what when I first tweeted and we talked about the Celtics, it was when they made the Eastern Conference finals with mm-hmm. Rogier and Tatum and Brown as yeah. very, very young players. Tatum was a rookie. I thought they should I thought they should consider trading Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and just build around those young guys because, and then of course the next year was was not a good year. Um, I mean, really the Celtics, they kind of remind me sometimes of, of how uh, Miami is typically. They get better as the year goes on. I really thought Boston was always just a week away from kind of finding their stride. And then Jalen Brown went out. Kemba Walker uh, was, he just was, he played 43 games. I think that's a problem. Jason Tatum used an inhaler all season after getting COVID. Evan, they they got Evan Fournier, and then he got COVID, mm-hmm. uh, and is dealing with that. It was just a bad luck, kind of like with the Lakers in a sense. Lakers were a better team and had had better upside, but both teams just had some bad luck for sure. And uh, and yeah, what you said is right. I, in fact, I favor the Wizards to win the game. They yeah. they they finished the, as you said, seventeen and six. Uh, they they were done. Yet. I watched the game yesterday. They were they were lost mm-hmm. in the third quarter until they were found. And they've got this backcourt that's that attacks and attacks and attacks. And you think guys, you think about Beal and Westbrook and you think they play super fast top 2 pace in the league, but they really play bully ball. I mean, Robin Lopez scored 18 points yeah. yesterday, yeah. which is season high. But they and then Hachimura is a power forward. He is a big yep. strong dude. Uh, they beat you up in the paint. Top three, I think, in points in the paint. Certainly in the last 15 games of the season, they really kind of found themselves pounding the ball inside. Uh, and, they want, they, and they guard the three pretty well. They want you to do the same thing. And they think they can score better than you in the paint. They probably can because of Westbrook and, and Beal. So, I mean, Westbrook could have one of his, you know, three for 25 games. I know that's possible. But if, if he plays the way he's been playing down
0: the stretch, I think they're the better team. Is there a first-round series that maybe jumps off the page to you? For example, I think the Atlanta Knicks series could be potentially great, but Paulie said that he likes the Hawks a lot in that series. Would you favor one team or the other?
3: Guys, I just got done focusing on the playing games. Now you want me (laughs) to look at this one? Yeah, Yeah. um, I mean, to me, the Knicks have found an identity that really works, and they found it for a longer period of time than Atlanta. Atlanta got, I know they made a coaching change, and that's worked, and Nate's done a great job, Nate McMillan, but... They're they're uh, they got healthy right. And that makes a big difference when you got more talented guys back. Uh, I think it's a seven game series. I think it's super close. I don't know who I'd favor yet. I kind of lean to New York. the The series that to me is most attractive would be whatever the series the Lakers play in. So I know that sounds silly and cliche, but uh, I don't favor them against the Jazz. I might against Phoenix. I doubt it. It depends on how they look. I mean, even yesterday, last night, uh, third quarter, Anthony Davis was walking gingerly on his ankle. He, he's been amazing down the stretch, but it's just it's just not fair to assume that these guys, those particular, that duo of LeBron and Davis, are going to suddenly, magically be great. Uh, if they are, they're, they're a hell of a team. They're the best you know seven or eight seed in the history of the NBA, when healthy. Uh, they ended up not being a great shooting team. They had a couple players that shot well. Caruso's important. Uh, I think the Jazz can can wipe them out. Not necessarily in four or five games. Uh, it, it's possible. It just depends on the health of those guys. But even healthy, I think the Jazz are the better team. Wow. Uh, but I just I want to see LeBron. You know, he's he's no seven or eight seeds ever made the finals. LeBron is built yeah. to kind of break records. So he to me is kind of must watch no matter what.
1: Follow the money, Paulia Mitch Veasan, David Thorpe, our guest. at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. Check him out with True Hoop, and uh, everything he's writing about there and covering the playoffs. I subscribe and you should too. Uh, great site. How, how about this? And I, maybe it, it's a big deal. Maybe it isn't. How important are fans going to be? I was looking at this today. There'll be seventy percent in Utah. Utah. Forty yeah. percent in Denver. Fifty in Milwaukee, and then you're in 10%, 15 percent with L.A., Philly, the Nets. I mean, how big of a deal do you think that could be?
3: It's such a great question. And it's one of the few things we really don't know. Like, we know a lot about these, projecting these games and what's happened during the season and, and then historically. This is such a unique situation. I was looking at that too, probably this morning. I was looking at those capacities. Yeah. I thought Salt Lake City might be at 100%. In fact, I'm still not convinced they won't be hmm. by the time we, if if they get to July, which we don't know. Uh, my guess is it'll make some difference. Uh, my, it's some difference. I don't know that it'll be a huge difference, but when the margins between a lot of these teams in the West are so small, yeah, I mean, I mean, Salt Lakes, Utah already has by far the best home record. Yeah, they were terrific this year, and uh, and you know people forget about the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell hasn't played in three weeks, and that's definitely impacted their offense. But in the in the last fifteen games of the regular season, they had the number one rated defense. Those last fifteen games, and are I think, third for overall. They they have a consistent way to win. They're great at home, and with those fans, it's such a big advantage over... I mean, if, if in that first round, if they're playing the Lakers, I think mean, is going to be 11% capacity, yeah. if I remember reading right. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be some difference. And so if, if it's worth two points, well, think about how close these games are anyway. That means something, right?
0: Yeah, I, I would think. Um, by the way, let me ask you about this, because I think you were tweeting about this last week as well. Any concern with the Suns on defense? If you go back since the All-Star break, David... Yeah, they are twentieth in defensive efficiency. One twelve point three is the number overall, and over the last twelve games, twenty seventh. Cause for concern here yeah. with the the Suns.
3: Yeah, no, I've been writing about that. That yeah. is the, that is the one that is the one flaw in what's what I think is probably the coach of the year uh, award for Monty. Uh, it's there's four guys probably stand out, but I think he probably wins it and 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 deservedly so to to be second in that league. And I know that in that conference, I know that the big duo in L.A. was hurt. But the Clippers, you know, they, they, they played, those guys played plenty of games. Uh, losing Jamal Marie, yeah, but they got Aaron Gordon. And, um, and, of course, they got the MVP. And yet Phoenix finished number two. Uh, yeah, no, it's a concern. And uh, we know they have the potential to really guard. I don't really know. I haven't uh, really made a deep dive into why that drop-off happened. But, but that's a stark drop. To where they were they do have a lot of weapons on offense and they have a lot of confidence but you know if phoenix loses game one at home in the first round or the second round either way they're playing a very good team in that in in golden state or la i don't know i just don't know if they have the moxie to recover i mean chris paul has been around but those guys are young so i think phoenix is the most vulnerable of the uh, of the top seeds
0: all right very good uh so you said last week that you think uh you know Get, a, get rid of the award if uh, the Joker doesn't win the MVP. Monty yeah. to win coach of the year. Uh, how about rookie of the year? And uh, Lamella Ball is a huge favorite in the Benny market, um, David. And he only, But here's the thing. He only played 50 games. Ant-Man played 71 with the Timberwolves. Let me give you his last nine games going back to the last game in April. Anthony Edwards here. 27 points per game. 5.5 rebounds. 4.5 assists. 52% from uh, the field. And 41%... From three, the T-wolves actually played well down the stretch, finishing seven and five, and Ball was not great. Do you think this is over with, or do you think Edwards has a chance?
3: I mean, I'm not great at predicting what media people feel, um, but uh, I would pick Edwards. I, I, I look at it, if you look at, uh, how, you know, r- rookies tend not to help your team win games. Neither guy actually had a positive, uh, um, estimated plus-minus for the season. Ball had a better one than Edwards overall, for sure. Uh, quickly, I think quickly from the Knicks had the highest estimate of minus of any of the rookies that were in the rotation. Um, but I mean, Ball had what twenty four good games, whatever the number is, twenty two, twenty five. It was you know he was bad to start, he was bad to finish. It wasn't very good at the end of the season. He put up some numbers because the ball is in his hands all the time. Uh, he did not shoot well down the stretch. He come off a broken wrist. I get it. I you know he finished thirty five percent for the year, thirty five point five. That's good, not great, but good. Uh, I would give it to Edwards, but seems like Ball is the guaranteed to win. Uh, Charlotte did not finish the season strong with them or without them. Uh, and Minnesota did like, like you said, but yeah, it seemed like ball is uh, destined the Sixth man of the year award is the more interesting one to me. Right. Yep.
0: Who do you have winning that by Uh, the way?
3: Again, I I would think the media is going to pick Clarkson. I watched every jazz game this season because I thought they were the one contender that I really know very well. And I know them very well now. Uh, I would pick Ingles, mm, mm. just because Clark's, Clarkson's amazing as a scorer, but he also shoots you out of games. He has no conscience. He he <laughs> boasts about having no conscience. It's it's my it's my single biggest worry for them in the postseason is he, they might have a couple three games where he just shoots you out of it, uh, because he just keeps chucking the ball. Uh, so I prefer Ingles, uh, and I think Eagles had a better year in terms of pure metrics, but Clarkson's numbers are probably big enough where he's going to win.
0: Great analysis, as always. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Coach Thorpe. Read him again at uh, truehoop.com. Great stuff, David. Uh, thanks so much for popping on again today. We appreciate that.
3: Thanks, guys. Be safe. Enjoy the games.
0: Yep. Watched every Jazz game this year. That's He's now... A bunch of guys have said Ingles would be the guy.
1: You recall a year that's so wide open? You can make a case for several teams.
0: No, you? not in the NBA.
1: I mean, you can't be shocked if the Sixers get that. Well, it's still one seed. I like the Nets, but they got to take on Milwaukee in the second round. Maybe Milwaukee can exercise the demons. Right. Uh, Le- LeBron's a seven. Utah, the one. Right. In terms the of cl- like, the
0: cl- a lot of people like the Clippers to come out of the West. Well, if you go back for like a twenty-year huh. stretch, longer than that, probably at the beginning of the season, like who's going to win That's it all? Right. It's down to like Barkley would joke about it. It's like three teams can win That's the right. title in October. You'd say that. Yeah. Not anymore. Not this year. Up next, the more NFL betting markets are available. You can bet on the team with the best regular season record and the team with the worst regular season. Details next.
1: are you ready download the points bet app now use the promo code vesan 2 k get two risk free bets up to $2000 when you bet with points bet you get faster bets withdrawals and rewards at your fingertips download the app now to experience his premium book for yourself must be 21 gambling problem one uh, 800 gambler i know uh you tweeted about this too and yeah you can't really you can't rip the players because it's from an organizational perspective and the organizations making the call about this but load management guys. What what uh, Vanessa said about Kobe? I can't miss a game. What about the guy who saved up all all the year to come watch me play? Jordan was the same way. Jordan, I can't take a day off. Yeah, I, mean, I, I come to town once a year, maybe. Yeah. The guy in Minnesota wants to watch me
0: play. I can't. I can't take the night off. I mean, I, I just I love that attitude and the mindset. If that's actually a real thing, you know, if he said that. Well, oh, Kobe, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: And MJ was the same way. You think he
0: did? I had somebody who follows that team very closely who reached out to me and said, there's no chance he said that. Who? Kobe. Come on. He said he was so competitive. He had no empathy for anybody. He didn't care. That's what made him a legend. That's what made him so great. There's no way Kobe Bryant said that. Lifelong, diehard Lakers fan. Loves Kobe Bryant. Oh, come on. reached out to me via text and said, there's no chance he said that. I'm like, don't ruin it for me. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on. No, that guy's out of his mind. You know, that's here's it. the thing. What's Vanessa going to make it up? That's what, that's what
1: I come said, on. too. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Guys in the media, he said that, too? Yeah, he's a media member.
0: He's a, "I know. Who he he, is. May, he may or may not be a media member. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, best regular season record in the NFL. Odds are up right now. Chiefs are plus 450. Buccaneers, 6-1, to one, Pauly. Now that's your pick. Well, I, I mean, with that that's schedule, angle. everybody back. Uh Bills are 10, Niners 11, Ravens 12, Browns 16. I I think the Browns are really good. Tough schedule though. And uh did you see this where the NFL made an oopsie daisy with the schedule potentially putting four teams in their bye week in week 14. Well, this
1: is more of your angle, but explain this cuz this is cuz I don't really follow it, but this is this is important though. Well, yeah, go ahead.
0: It's the first week of the fantasy football playoffs. Uh-huh. Don't scoff. That's a P- yeah. people who listen to this network clearly won't. They'll get it. Yeah. So now, what? How do, how do leagues adjust? What does you know, ESPN, Yahoo, NFL Network, any of them that you play in, right? How are they going to adjust their settings, their rulings with that? How do commissioners operate now? Um, never thought about that when I saw you know Peter King wrote about it and Pro Football Talk picked up on it. I'm like that's a pretty big deal actually. And the worst regular season record, Texans plus 250, uh-huh. Lions 350. Who's going to challenge for this, right? Texans almost feel like it's too easy if there's no Watson here. Uh, Jets are plus 850. That could be the Jets. You think? Yeah, Wilson. Wilson has a bad year. Wilson gets hurt. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. Eagles are 13-1. Yes, all it takes is an injury. The Raiders are 16. I'll give you one. Let's
1: back up a second. Huh? best record? Hear me out. And I know, I think he's a buffoon. Let's say there's a key injury, things don't work out in Washington. I don't think much of the Eagles and the Giants. For the Cowboys, 25-1, to maybe win. You know, in a fluky year, win like 12 games. And is that good enough? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Because the the Seahawks and Rams, the division's too good. Right. Browns, the division's too good. Look who's on the list. I guess you could make the case for the Bills because, uh, okay, um, uh, to us, please. And then we'll see how Newton does with New England. But I guess, you know. I'm trying. I'm, I don't want to go chalk there. So I'm, I'm I'm looking down and maybe. There's a non-zero chance that could happen, yes. How
0: about the how about the Colts? When, I don't know, man. Carson Wentz. Well, come on. Yeah. Come on.
1: Don't
0: can, piss can, on the parade. I can, I'm I can look trying. into that division. Oh, Yeah, because you go? of the division. I know I'm not a Wentz
1: fan, but I'm saying 25-1. to 1, Maybe Tannehill gets hurt. The other two teams are awful. Lousy division. Wentz reunited with Reich. He gets back to an MVP level and the Colts take off. And, and, and 13, 12 13 wins.
0: Oh, I'd like to see you the know. odds actually on Washington to go right, the right church, wrong pew. Okay, with right, Washington. Where maybe Fitzmagic has okay. that incredible season. The defense is better than it was last year. And, you know, Dallas' defense flat out stinks again. Yeah, that could be,
1: yeah, that's an angle. And then I mean, all, Washington they kept winning games with the shoddy quarterback. Of course, Alex was, Smith was a great story, but I mean, the numbers right.
0: were. Like, I think them, I think they have the personnel. Washington, like they have, you know, a pretty damn good roster. And if he goes there in like one one out of every thousand years or whatever for Fitzmagic, or one out of every thousand I, I, simulations I, 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 where he plays it, you one know, more.
1: great. One more. What do we do all year? We rip Drew Brees and his in hot dog arm and the five yard pass. Okay. John Payton, great coach. Winston, Hill, whatever they yep. decide to do.
0: I actually had the Saints circled.
1: 32-1, to 1, the Saints.
0: Yep. And, and Winston's minus 280 to be the starting quarterback now, week one. Minus 280. Super Bowl
1: hangover, Brady gets banged up, misses a couple of games.
0: I don't sure. know. That guy can actually throw the ball deep. Right. Unlike Greece, who could not do that right. over the final couple of years. Uh, today's hockey card coming up next. Is there something to this with this team? Or much to do about nothing? From the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort of Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Live in-game odds and stats. And you can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses as well. We'll get into uh, today's NHL card coming up. How about this? On the Golden Knights. Last 13 playoff games. Good tweet here from uh, Tyler Bischoff. The Golden Knights have had more total shots, shots on goal, and expected goals than their opponents 12 times. They're 5-8 in those games. And if you go back and look at their last 10 playoff games with how many goals they've scored per game, starting with yesterday, 0 2 1 2 3 0 3 0 1 5. They've had more than 4 goals one time. That was a win, but a bunch of losses in there where they just could not put the puck in the net. And they've been shut out 3 times in the last 10 playoff games. Yep. And they had 30 shots on goal. They had what 19 or 20 in the first period yesterday. They had 30 at the end of the second. Uh, not not a ton of like high danger chances, but I think the expected goals was you know 1.5 or 1.7 something like that yesterday for the Golden Knights, and they had 40 shots on goal in regulation, and that turnover was just huge at the very end. I mean, Flurry played awesome yesterday, and he had a ton, you know a ton of really good saves, and then that that happens, and you know they gave uh, the Wild the power play to start overtime, and you know. They killed it off, but right. Yeah, yeah, it, it happened right after. Well, the, come on, the turnover in your own zone. That's that's, that's the biggest yeah, terrible, right? This, this, this stuff can't happen. And they were. Did they even come up with any chances at all on the power play on their own yesterday? Yeah, everything was uneventful. The way it felt.
1: Yep. Silly, but it's that's the other thing. You're talking about Talbot, Thatcher, Demko, Q Dobin. Thatcher,
0: Demko. Th- this,
1: come on, this isn't Hashik and. and Patrick Wah here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, all the its the same song and dance. Put the puck in the net. I think they're too tight. It's the same thing. Shut out at home to start. My God, they're in deep trouble. I mean, this is a tough matchup to begin with. Yep. So now they are—they're uh, up against it. Do
0: you have Carolina on future tickets? Yes.
1: Oh, Courtesy of, uh, Jeff Davis recommended them early. I yeah. got like 15, 20 to one or you, something. Okay.
0: I found this over the weekend. What do you think of a Carolina? Colorado, exactly. What is it? It was thirty to one. I got it at twenty five to one.
1: Okay, I could see that.
0: I mean, if the yeah. Golden Knights get beat by the Wild, that number would be much lower than that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Then with the reseed, that depends who would come out. That'd be yeah. one, that'd be the one and two then. Carolina, the third best record, right? Vegas was second. So if they're knocked out, could mm-hmm. Colorado number one? Carolina three
0: absolutely that's a that, play. that can happen yeah and whoever
1: wins the north and whoever mm-hmm. wins the East
0: uh, yeah, I thought that was a good number
1: I would I would like Carolina against the winner of the of the north or East absolutely
0: yeah I think so too
1: good, good I'd love to see it I mean Toronto Carolina is intriguing if that's the matchup Edmonton Carolina Carolina whoever take your pick I don't know I just very barely... to me it was the big talking point going in could you trust this goaltending in Pittsburgh? And that was awful. Awful. And you lose to a backup goalie, too. Now, we'll see what Varlamov... That's what I. That's the other thing. So we're, we're mad at the NBA all the time? The NHL's right there. Stop stop hiding stuff. Oh, I know. Oh, lower body injury. The Varlamov thing was a sick... He left against the Bruins. There's nothing. It's, you know, Samsonov got the, off the COVID list. Anderson comes in and saves the day. I mean, everything's just lower body injury, day to day, whatever. They well, don't give you anything in the yeah. NHL. Starting with the team that plays here, I would say they that, don't tell you anything about injuries.
0: I'd say the timing of the NBA is worse because they'll wait until tip off to tell you what's going to happen, which sucks. But the how vague the NHL is, the, the teams are in general. They never disclose anything. Guy, guy could break his leg on the ice, yeah. and you know, fr- a compound fracture, yeah, lower body injury. They'll, they wouldn't even, you know, could be his thigh, could be his ankle. You don't know. Upper body injury. That's all they're going to give you. So good luck. Your guess uh, is as good as anybody else. Do you like, would you, you think the Bruins bounce back tonight? I don't know. Favor to get on the road. You can I mean, get the Capitals is. at plus money everywhere as that was of right
1: a, now. That was a weird game. They've lost five playoff games in a row. They're 3 and 12 last 15 in Washington. Maybe the special teams decides this too. Washington's top five penalty kill and power play. And and we'll see if it, well, what Anderson has here. I mean, great story. The old man. Hung in there. Weird game. All the goals were flukes. The first goal that Boston allowed, broken stick, comes down. Wilson, top shelf for mama, keeps the peanut butter. Boston's goal, total fluke. I don't know what Vanacek's doing. He can't, he lose track of the puck. It's off a faceoff. What do mm-hmm. you And he moves too late and gets hurt? The other goals were deflections, uh, and then, including the game winner. So, you know, Rask has to do a better job. But, some of the, you, but if it's deflected two or three times, there's nothing you can do. I mean, come on. But it's an important game. But in hockey, you're not out of it if you're down 0 no. 2. No, we've seen that recently. But that's, you know, we just asked Thorpe. It's the same thing with the NBA and the NHL. When you're talking about capacity, Pittsburgh's at 50%, Vegas is at 50%, where they both lose. Colorado's at 42 They expect 10 to 12,000 in Carolina tonight. Nashville have about 10 to 12,000. Uh, is Boston in that same range? What's Boston at? I no, think? I think Boston's pretty low. They're actually. lower? Okay. Yeah. Uh, good crowd in Florida. Well, that, boy, that's a tough assignment if the penguin because the island, that place is going to be rocking. Final year for Nassau Coliseum. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then in the NBA, 70% in Utah. And he's right. This, right? That can change. You're telling me they're not going to bump this up? All right, out here in Vegas, like, okay, no more mass. Okay. No. Um, Casinos, no more masks. You're telling me if a team makes it to the conference finals, they're not going to bump that up and say, let's back this thing, get as many people there in Boston? Sure. Come on. Utah, 70%.
0: Or they might not take an exact head count.
1: Milwaukee, 50%. Denver, 40%. You get the Nets, 10, Philly, 15, and the L.A. teams are low.
0: I'll give you the numbers right now. Everything's on the board. For tomorrow, everything's up. I mean, Colorado's laying three dollars right now at some spots. They're as low as two sixty-five. That's here at circa. Carolina tonight is between. Oh, well, Colorado's tonight. What tonight? No, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. All... I'm going to give you the every, everything is up, including tomorrow night, the games. But yeah, Colorado plays tonight. Carolina, their big favorite oh, gotcha, tonight gotcha. as well. The games tomorrow night. Pittsburgh in game two, they're laying a dollar thirty-five. Yeah, that's pretty much the consensus total. There is five and a half. Uh, Tampa is a dollar thirty road favorite. And Vegas comes back. They're laying about a buck fifty-five, buck sixty tomorrow night. How about some prayer? I like any props.
1: Pasternak first goal seven fifty, last goal seven fifty to score plus one fifteen. Ovechkin 850, 850 plus fifty plus one thirty-five. Bergeron 11 to 11 to one, eleven to one, two to one. I love that first, last, or to score period. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the Nashville. All all games like that. And then it's always funny. Then you get lost, and then you see that stupid Calgary Vancouver game. What are we doing? Although that game was Broncos last night. It was
0: 5-1 Calgary. Went to overtime. Yeah, I know. What a drop-off, though. (laughs) Again, that means absolutely nothing after watching Florida and Tampa play their guts out for Uh, three hours. Uh, Up next, we'll get into the NBA. Series prices are starting to trickle out. Matchups, game one prices as well all coming up.
1: of bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live and play options. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting and to make your experience even more rewarding. BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown book, valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com and Jersey. All right. Hell of a year. They got through everything. They got all the games in. And uh, several games came down to the final game. Well, several teams came down to the final game from a win total standpoint. I know uh, you always be shopping and get the best number, but oh my God, was that so apparent and evident with some of these win totals? With what happened with uh, Cleveland, the Wizards, Dallas. You know, maybe you got a push out there, but uh, Dallas. Imagine you play 72 games, and all these it comes down to the final game for four teams, and you get hooked with Dallas, and Dallas stubs their toe again. Open a nine-point favorite against Minnesota. Never in the game yesterday. No, Never in the game. And, and then it was vom- so many bad losses. It was vomit-inducing when Seth, who also was on it, he's going to take a week off, he said. He was on it, too. Seth just emailed the resume of the bad losses that the the uh, Mavs had, including three losses
0: to the Kings alone. Mm-hmm. And two to the Rockets, who had the worst record in the league. Well, I mean, look at the scores in the T-Wolves games. They were blown out both times. Yeah. And I want to say that Fox missed at least one of those games. Missed two. Not two. Yeah, two, two games against the, the Mavs.
1: And the two of them were at home,
0: they got beat. Oh God. Well, here's the thing. At least you were in a spot you could maneuver. to maneuver. Get out of it a little bit yesterday because they were big favorites on the road. Yes. So that you had that going for you. Anyway. And they op-
1: yeah, the T Wolves opened a three to one dog on a money line at their DraftKings and then uh it went down to six. That line crashed, but mm-hmm. But with, with, with what happened there, with we didn't know what the seeds were going to be, and there was so much in play. And it was strange that the, the Suns punted on the game yesterday, and that was a nine-point move. The Celtics played nobody. A big move on the Knicks. That was one lose some. Did that go from 8 to 12? Knicks, 15 nothing run by boss in the fourth quarter. Knicks almost lost the game. Sure. And somehow the, and the Knicks get the four seed.
0: Um, All, all the teams, was, though, that really – how many teams that, well, had to win is a you know subjective phrase here in the NBA. Because the Mavericks, you could make a case that, like, for positioning purposes, they would have been better off. But the way it broke last night, it didn't really matter anyway for them. Uh, Clippers, they were tanking, obviously.
1: Well, that was strange because it didn't really mean anything for Dallas in, t- in terms of prove their seed because they won the tie break if there was a three-way tie, and that's yeah, what happened. Right, right. But they lost the tiebreaker to Portland. But they wanted. If the Lakers had the same, all the same record, and that's what happened. Sure. And then Portland went out and destroyed Denver, uh, and then. But the Clippers laid down the last
0: two games. but that was. The way, but here's the deal: like the way it broke yesterday early, three teams last night were going to be playing, and they were in spots against bad teams. Like they were going to play. Is like, the game really mattered? It mm-hmm. was the Lakers, the Blazers, and the Jazz, and the Lakers. Well, they- Denver's good, but it was didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything to them, right? Sure. Right. That's so, yeah. You, you know, they killed, killed them, right? Sure. So. For the teams that had actually meant something last right, night. nine-point favorite, right. That Moneyline Parlay paid, it was minus 120. Yeah, good observation. And the, the Lakers were the only team to struggle, really. I know the Jazz got down early, but they were, after like the first quarter struggles, they completely killed uh, the Kings last night. Lakers, third quarter was tight. Then they eventually pulled away.
1: And it started Friday. Wizards needed the game, routed the Cavs. Sixers needed the game, routed the Magic. Jazz needed the game, covered against the Thunder. A gift. Which I, I I fell asleep at the wheel. The Clippers sat everybody, and they actually wanted to lose. They wanted to avoid the Lakers until the conference finals, and the Rockets beat them. The 17-win Rockets that open that line opened 12. They won the game. The big win Friday for the Warriors, and then also yesterday, uh, Knicks had to win. They got it done. The Wizards game was huge, which I know. But the Wizards to get to the eight. Great job by the Wizards and Pacers had to win. Well they're That finished was a good season. bet. The Raptors with that the, the outfit they put on the court the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. Pacers won and covered. They they wanted to get it. Didn't help him, but they wanted to try to improve their seed. Uh, I was surprised the Suns punted on the game but won anyways. Hawks won. Didn't mean anything. Nets yeah. needed to win to get the two seed. They won.
0: That's the one game I lost early on yesterday. Well, that was actually a late game, Yeah, but you're right. The, the
1: only team that kind of was the favorite that you could say, okay, you need a winner is the Maps. Although, but
0: uh, it worked out for them where they still got the five. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted nothing to do with that Clippers game last night because, first of all, you're taking on a that, team yeah. that, you know, they they this OKC this year was uh, tanking on steroids with what they did, mm-hmm. right? But with the Clippers and how they were approaching the final weekend of the year, like I, I'm not touching this game at all. No way. Yep. That was not on any tickets. All
1: Bet MGM. To lead the league in scoring, Curry was nine to one. Assists, Westbrook five to one. Gobert plus two fifty in blocks. Butler eleven to one in steals. Capella not listed for rebounds. Which is
0: surprising, but
1: Okay. To win the division. Sixers plus three fifty. Hawks five to one. Bucks, <laughs> yeah, my twenty five hundred. Jazz plus two twenty five. Mavs a dollar eighty. And there's your big boy, huh? That's a great feeling. Suns twenty to one. Thanks to all the emails and tweets too over the weekend. We got there. We got there Friday night. Made a lot of sense back in February. Yes, when it was all about, about motivation. Sure. Why would the Lakers and Clippers care about winning the division? Well, Suns would care specifically Suns- the
0: Clippers. Yes. And how they've handled load management. By the way, we talked about this, and then we got the, I would say that we got you know somewhat it. of a break. Davis went down for a long time. Then LeBron goes down for. What feels like now forever. And you knew that the Clippers were going to be like, uh-huh. man, it doesn't really mean much to us. We don't really care about this. Yeah, And the way they, they approach it with Kawhi getting nights off whenever. Same thing with a bunch of the other players on the team. Well,
1: good for Bet MGM because they did a good job oh, with I mean, this menu. I've never seen some of this stuff before. Best overall record, Jazz 25 to 1. Worst record, Rockets 150 to 1, which is a bad price because you knew they were trading hard. That's why I bet the win total under. But the Rockets were at one point. The Rockets were at one point eleven and ten, and won seventeen games. I wonder how many bets they took on that. And you also had the horrific beat an all timer with the Thunder, 22 and a half, 23 The win total, they were twenty one and twenty seven. No good. Lost twenty four to twenty five. You know that's.
0: You know sometimes when you see bets like that on the board, it absolutely is worth putting something on it. For example, like last year, the Chiefs have finished fourth. In the uh, AFC West, it was 175 to one. Well, if Mahomes yeah. gets hurt in Week One, you might be onto something here. And with the Rockets, sure, the talk was Harden could be dealt, and at that point, could be. I, I, I'm being nice, <laughs> right? But at that point, then anything could possibly happen. And that's even after they, you know, acquired John Wall and some other guys. It doesn't, doesn't matter. They were so bad for so long, and 150 to one yep. comes in
1: Knicks. David Beerman ESPN The Knicks finished with the third best ATS season in the last 30 years. The 2009-2010 Bucks went 54 and 28. I do not remember that. No, neither do I. The 11-12 Spurs went 43-21 and 2 and the Knicks went 46 and 26 ATS. My god. And they had the miracle cover on Saturday. Would you put Randall on first team all NBA? He had a hell of a year. I know that's a
0: tough call though. I know you're running out of spots. I honestly feel like, and he's going to win because he's such a big favorite to win most improved. I laughed at that contract. Did they give him a ton of money? they—I thought I it, think was, it was a short contract, actually, wasn't I, it? I thought it was okay. Uh, but but he, honestly, oh, Tibbs, come on—the the, the guy. No, I'm not saying he should win it. Randall should be in the in the mix for the MVP. If you really think about what he's meant to that yeah. team, okay. Again, I'll go along. Win total. Nobody thought anything of this team. It was a throwaway season. Tibbs is now on his what third team overall as a head coach. Wears out his welcome all the time. And, I mean, he brought... Randall has been... I, he, first of all, at like Kentucky, he was such a, a bulldog with the basketball. The problem was he could like never finish at or near the rim. Now the guy's like, I have super confidence in him when he's shooting it from 25 feet. Yeah. Which the turnaround from his game has been remarkable.
1: What are you thinking uh, Tuesday and Wednesday?
0: Well, I like everybody. It feels like this is going to be a little too... Everyone will be on the Wizards. Yes, I think it's everybody's going to be on the Wizards. Yeah, but I mean in, that's yeah. Sure, on point spread. It's what my gut says. So I, rather than getting on that bandwagon, I might just stay uh, stay away from the game. And uh, the way the Hornets are playing right now, I can I don't think I can touch that team. Bad basketball down the stretch. You would not take the six and a half or seven with the Warriors, huh? As of right now, I would not okay. take six and a half. No. And the the Memphis is three and a half against the Spurs. Well, uh, what do you do there? Because you have Pop, yeah, right, who you have to give an edge to still. But overall, as a team, they're not as good as Memphis. Memphis, obviously, well, they have the best player on the court. So this is a, this is playoff basketball now. And they say it slows down and becomes more
1: of a half court grind. Well, look at the totals. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what the pace is like. These, you've, these Indiana games have been track meets. Look at their scores. Same with the Washington. You got a 229, a 234, a 228, 222.
0: It's going to be put to the test. Uh yeah, I would say so. Did you speaking of that, did you see the one total over the weekend? I got to get the schedule here. The Oklahoma City New Orleans game. I think that opened high 230s, dropped down to 220. The ten point move on a total? I, no, I think it was like fifteen points or more. What? And then we found out that people were going to be sitting, and it went over. It was one twenty five, one twenty two. I think the overnight number was high two thirties, and it closed two twenty. It was it flies it, over it,
1: when you're following people on Twitter, and then you see the the team itself tweet stuff out. It was nuts the last couple of days. Yeah, eh, ten guys are out.
0: Eh, that, eight guys, are, and then and
1: then the yeah. What they had they put next to the name. Eh, he's got a cough.
0: <laughs> I know. I, eh, I, you know I, happened, I don't care for what the Bucks did last night at all. You
1: can't do that. It's you can't do that at all. You that's that's disgusting. You can't do it to your fans. You can't do it to betters. You can't do it to fantasy people. You can't tweet out right before the game. Uh, all these guys are out. Yep. Here's a lineup. It was,
0: and again, the game was. It's Tom, the to bartender, to- and, and 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 you know Mickey from down the street. I mean, you can't do it. Tip time was eight o'clock last night, so they probably tipped off at like eight ten, eight eleven local time, right? At 8:09, the Bucks Twitter feed. Here's who's starting tonight. 8:09. That's the the league uh, has to put the clamps down on that. Yep, unacceptable. Follow the money here on Veasan the Sports Betting Network. We'll go over some uh, interesting NHL playoff props. We'll give you a price on the nation of the winning team and numbers on which division will win the Cup. Coming up next.